0: Welcome back to Series 2 of Music Is The Drug, the Cowboy Junkies podcast. I'm Dave Bowler and I wrote Music Is The Drug, the biography of the band. Over the next few weeks, with the help of Michael Timmins and Alan Anton, we'll be taking you through the stories behind some of the songs in the Junkies repertoire. We'll also be spicing things up with a few specials along the way too, going behind the scenes of some of their albums and looking at them in the round, rather than simply at specific songs. To make sure you don't miss out on anything, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast at your favourite provider. We have our finger on the pulse here at Music Is The Drug, and, given the time of year, we figured we couldn't cover any other song than Good Friday today. It's taken from the Marsh from Our home record, one where the band followed in the footsteps of some of their heroes, courtesy of their new, legendary producer, as Alan explains.
1: You know, on that one, we are really excited to work with John Leckie, who was an old Abbey Road engineer, in the early 70s so he missed the Beatles era but he worked with all the Beatles individually and then um, he famously engineered Dark Side of the Moon at Abbey Road and a bunch of other stuff and uh then he disappeared for a while and then he came back in the 90s with eight late 80s early 90s with um you know Radiohead he produced the Bends and uh the Verve and you know Stone Roses a bunch of other um great British stuff. Coolie Shaker was another album that we liked a lot of his. So he was recommended to us, and we just loved his, his resume, obviously. And, and the fact that he wanted to take us to uh, work at Abbey Road, we thought, wow, this is great. What an opportunity. And it was fun being served by the same cafeteria ladies in the basement of Abbey Road who had served, you know, the Beatles back in the day, these, these old ladies. And they would talk about, oh, yes, Paul was so nice. and It was like being in a, in a museum. And so we did that, and that was it. Was, the whole project was worth it just to be in Abbey Road for, I think we were there for six weeks, and, um, you know, just take in the vibe of the, the whole Beatles thing. Yeah, it was, it was just an amazing experience being there. And, you know, working on the record over there was uh, different for us, too, because we never really done, done a record outside of you know, North America, and especially to have done it in that studio. It just sort of um, worked its way into into shape, but on, on, not by itself, because John was a huge influence on it, the producer. But um, it just seemed to just creep along and, and put itself together in a really natural way.
0: Good Friday was a song that I immediately loved when I first got the album, but it's one that's taken on further resonance for me over the years. My dad died of lung cancer in 2004. His end started on Good Friday, which he spent screaming in pain, before he finally passed and found some peace in the early hours of Easter Sunday. You don't need to be the Pope or the Archbishop of Canterbury to find some symbolism there. I couldn't listen to music, read a book, watch a movie, or do anything like that for weeks afterwards because escape was just too painful. When I finally did reach for something, Good Friday was the only thing I played for a while because it's all in there: hope, death, rebirth. Truly, all human life is there in Mike's lyric.
2: Yeah, exactly, and it's and it's using all you know all our our regular tropes, right? You know, whether it be the seasons or. Or you know whatever you choose your prophet you know <laughs> rising and dying and and being reborn um, so it, there's all the different um, and, and nature itself you know all the different you know with the, with the eagle the prey the, the being the prey or the uh, or you know or, or being the majestic bird or being the the, the predator uh, you know there's all these different all, all the different tropes in there which I, I love the way they all come together very 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 easily very seamlessly and easily so I I, I love that song. It's one of those songs, like "Sun Comes Up," which just, you know, descended on me, and it was just, just happened.
0: It feels like it's one of those songs where, for ten seconds, the entire universe made sense, and you had that crystallized moment, and then, and you're chasing it forevermore.
2: more. You know what? Sense? It absolutely did. You know, the, you know, Good Friday. I call it Good Friday because I was written on a Good Friday, and I was out at this country place, and we had this beautiful. Stream creek that ran through it and emptied into a pond. And we had this amazing old rusted bridge that went over the creek to the other side of the property. And um, I remember sitting on the creek while I was sort of thinking about it or writing it or sitting on the bridge. And it was, I had one of those moments where it was just like I was connected to absolutely everything there. Like it was just like, oh my God. Like I, I, I it was the most amazing feeling, um, which I think everybody tries to find through different ways of meditation or drugs or religion or whatever. And I just had it that moment. And um, that's what sort of just just went through me. Just like, I just sort of understood everything for a second, right? <laughs> and then it was gone. But you just had that moment. It was just this innate feeling of like, oh, my God, I'm just part of everything. Um, so yeah, you're right. That's exactly what it is. Good Friday specifically is like one of my favorite songs that that I've ever written. I just, I just love that song. I I don't know why, Um, not necessarily musically, it's pretty straightforward, but uh, the lyric, and again, it's one of the songs that I wrote just front to end, sat down and wrote it. Like I can remember the day I wrote it. I can remember, I think, you know, I, I, I just remember all the details of it. It just sort of came to me. And I love the, you know, of course, there's all that, my Catholic imagery, which is throughout all that, all many of my songs, and it's very strong in that one. And it's really the first song I wrote about like impending parenthood, right? So uh, a lot of Miles is where where again the relationship and our lives begin to really ch- turn, especially for me, um, about to become a father. So that 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 song is really a, a song to a future kid, son or daughter. Well, daughter, I knew it was a daughter at that point. You know, the, 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 I'm beginning to sort of think in terms of outside of just relationships and your your love songs and your. Narratives, you know the story songs and it's really about other people and other things in the future right so and, and really being in a place that i had no idea where i was and where i was going or where we were going or anything it was a very very weird time and even even from a band you know it was a very it was a very weird time we were we were on geffen we'd have we'd have a bit of success with uh lay it down and we had a huge budget for that record and it was we were like being treated like a real rock band you know like a for the first time really so it was a weird it was a weird time and um and that song sort of encapsulated it in many ways
0: the environment was a, has become increasingly a big part of your your songwriting talking about the country and the creek and the you know the the, the red tail and stuff that was really be, beginning to come more and more into into to the way you were writing
2: yeah i mean I, I i think you're right that that's miles from our home when i think about it it's probably the first record i wrote truly you know completely in the country um up until that point, I'd write whenever I... And up until that point, we'd be on the road all the time. I'd write on the road a lot. I'd write in hotel rooms. I'd come home and, you know, write wherever. Because it was just... At first, it was just me. And then there was just me and my wife. And so there was a lot of time and space. Um, at this point, there's still just me and my wife. But we'd, you know, I we'd rented this, this um, cottage uh, in about two hours from Toronto. A really beautiful location. Just Id- Id- idyllic. And um, so... You know, and this, you know, you'll probably see this. that's when birds begin to make an appearance because I began to get into bird watching because the house was just surrounded by birds. I set up all these feeders and stuff. So I was really beginning to observe the outside world. You know, as I say, part of, you know, there, we had a, a kid coming. And um, so that was part, you know, the, the outside world coming at you. Uh, it, it all sort of came together, you know. Um, and uh, so Miles from Our Home, that's kind of what it's all about, that whole record. And Good Friday, there's just something something very structurally perfect about that song lyrically i don't know what it is i never really sort of sat down and thought about it but or analyzed it but it's just i just like i just love the way it it goes from you know talking about seasons and changes of seasons and different things coming and contemplating you know how how i'll I'll relate to a child and then ending with jesus on the cross there's something something very very weird about the whole thing uh and and almost just and and then the jesus on the cross thing you know uh, you know my, my christianity is is not very Christian. <laughs> so, um, the, um, I don't know, there's just something about that song that just, to me, is very powerful. And people interpret it always always very differently, but, uh, to me, it's just kind of, the, hum- there's a hu- real humanity to that song, I think. That's that's probably what it is.
0: The guitar figure, I think Jeff called it the Your Angry Dog guitar oh. style. I guess it's, it's similar to Basquiat later on, you know, it's just got that, suppressed rage in there that why doesn't this make more sense all the time.
2: I can. I try to, especially in a recording studio, I try to use my guitar any solo as a as a, a form of expression, Um and yeah, for, and, and you know, you maybe an expression outside of the content of the song, you know, so or, or to give a or, or to give the listener a different a different angle, a different way of looking at the song, sort of changing the perspective on it. So the idea that it suddenly comes out of nowhere, and yeah, there's this anger. It's not it's not it's not so much wonder or Anymore, it's just sort of this anger at why, you know, why, why isn't this more understandable? I guess is what it comes from. I suppose, but um, yeah, that, that, that that's very true. That's the uh, that that juxtaposition of so, of the the solo with what's going on in the song is something that we
0: use a lot. In the spirit of Good Friday's cyclical nature, let's end up where we began with the production on the song, and more specifically, miles from our home as an album. It's got a real sparkle to it, but that didn't come without its initial issues, as Alan admits.
1: Yeah, it does. It's uh, And that way, it really is different from our other stuff because it does have a real producer stamp on it. And uh, I never really took a liking to that, to the end result, for a long time. Until about five years ago, I listened to it again. I thought, yeah, this is pretty good. But I just didn't, you know, I didn't really... Uh, I didn't really love the sound, I guess, when, when, we first, when it first ended up. And I think we remixed a bit of it, too, because we weren't happy with some of it. So it was, you know, I, it had a bit of a bitter taste in, our, in my mouth anyway at the time of its release, but uh, yeah, it's grown on me over the years.
0: We'll leave you now to enjoy your Good Friday, Easter Sunday, or your Thanksgiving dinner, depending on when you've caught up with this episode. We'll be back again to look at another song next week. Before then, a reminder that the band's new album, Songs of the Recollection, is out now. You can get it from all the usual outlets or direct from the band at cowboyjunkies.com. The Junkies are back on the road again now, with new tour days coming in all the time, in North America and all over Europe. Keep checking the website for details of these new shows. If you're a Spotify user, you can follow our growing podcast playlist. All the details of that, and everything else, is in the show notes. You can subscribe to the podcast at all the usual outlets and you can add likes, comments and share the links there too, all of which helps push up the listening charts and gets the word out. See you next time.